We want to hear about what's happening in your town, suburb, school, church, community project or organization. Send your information, stories, achievements, events and news to content at kpulpit.co.za. Everybody, we are excited to be here with you tonight on this beautiful Monday evening. I'm here with the beautiful, the lovely Miss Zoe George. And I am here with the amazing, the fantastical, the glorious Inga Stoppel. Oh, glorious. Wow. Yes, glorious. <laughs> and I meant it too. We're going to be with you guys here 180 mm. degrees on 729 AM. So... From 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. I'm getting excited again. I was going to say, Zoe is I'm, so excited mm-hmm. that things just flow. Exactly. <laughs> Every Monday, this fun day just like makes me start shaking with like adrenaline and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. I'm so excited for the show today. We're going to be tackling something a little bit more serious, but very, very necessary. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking to friends of Falkenberg about their work with the Falkenberg Psychiatric Hospital and how they help the patients and the staff there. You guys don't want to miss it. It's one that's very lovely, mm. very heartwarming. You guys should stay tuned. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. And we just listened to a funky tune here on 180 Degrees. We are always bringing the heat with the music and it is great. Now let's just go straight into the what's down in Cape Town as the name is very self-explanatory. I have three destinations you guys might want to consider visiting. The first one is a beach because apparently I love the beach so much. I really do actually. (laughs) I live right by the beach and I go there quite frequently so I quite literally do like the beach. But this one is one I've never been to but I hope to go to soon. Spend a day at Luandando. On the Luandando beach you can find a picturesque strip of the white sand beach. It is hugged between boulders creating the perfect space for groups of families and friends amid surfers to spend their days lazing out in the hot African sun. The sunsets are unmatched while the water is ridiculously cold as like all the Mm. beaches are here in Cape Town. I want to go to a beach in Durban. I hear they have warm water because was, of the... Yeah, I was just going to say, I swim freely in Port Elizabeth. Yeah. And then when I come here, mm-hmm. it's like my toe can't It's the even. Benguela current or something. And then I think there's a warm oh. Algalis current. I think I Let's, might have some switched. The Mozambique current yes. is the warm one. Yes, 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 yes. yes and the cold Benguela. Yes. yes. <laughs> Geography coming <laughs> Must in. Must come through. <laughs> yes. You can find this beach on Victoria Road, Luandando in Cape Town, on 7 Bira Road in the Bakkerhoven in Cape Town. Can I just ask, what's yeah. the name of the beach, Zoe? Luandando. Lundadno. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Lundando? Is that it? When I get there, they'll, they'll know what I'm saying. Oh, they'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the next one, and hopefully I have this one correctly, is to go e-biking and wine tasting in Franschhoek. Right? Yes, Franschhoek. Thank well gosh. Um, ride an electric bike through Franschhoek Vineyards for a taste of the country life, bikes and all. This three and a half hour tour starts at the Huguenot Mu- Monument, where your guide shows you how to use your bike, because I'm guessing it's a little different from the manual bike you grew up riding. Then you'll head off into the Winelands, avoiding the main roads and stopping at Grand Province Country Kitchen and Glenwood Farm. 
wine, wine farms. farms along <laughs> the way. It's open from Monday to Sunday from 9.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Then they close for an hour and reopen at 2 p.m., but then close officially at 5.30 p.m. The e-bikes cost a steep 885 rand, but you know what? It can be worth it if that's what you're about. If you don't want to go to the manual bikes, it's okay. You know where to go. Then the last one is to explore the West Coast National Park. I believe I've driven past it a few times. My family wants to go there and I can't wait. Mm. When I do, I'll get back to you guys and how fun Same it is. Send pictures. Yeah. I will, <laughs> yes. If you want to experience the raw, authentic outdoor side of Cape Town, the vast West Coast National Park is where you can do it. In addition to endless natural beauties, the area boasts a string of secret beaches, some of which I've named in the past few weeks as we've been focusing on some secret private beaches you guys Mm. would like to go to. So the opening times are from Monday to Sunday from 7am to 7pm. And yeah, you can go in there anytime. Entrance is 100 rand for adults and 50 rands for children. You can find it between Fontaine and Langaban on the R27. I hope you guys visit these locations. I go to these what's down in Cape Towns because they sound super fun. I I absolutely love it. Right. And I have a great time. Like when I went to the alpaca loom, it was was lovely. But that's all we have for this week's What's Down in Cape Town. Let's go straight on into the groovy movie section of the show. Zoe on 180 Degrees. 180 Degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Tonight, we will be speaking to Soraya Solomon, the director at Friends of Falkenberg. Now, Friends of Falkenberg is an organization that works closely with Falkenberg Psychiatric Hospital. They help them to support their patients as well as their staff. Their role at the hospital is very vital as it allows them to help the patients assimilate back into society after they've been hospitalized for some time. So as you can imagine, this is great stuff. Good evening, Soraya. How are you doing this evening? Good evening and good evening to you and your listeners. I'm doing absolutely fine. That is great. I'm so glad to hear that. I would like to ask, what exactly does Friends of Falkenberg do for the Falkenberg Hospital? Okay, very, very important to note that Friends of Falkenberg started some 25 years ago by a doctor and his wife. And the most important thing was to actually refurbish the hospital because the hospital was a terrible environment for people that have mental health issues. And then that evolved. I mean, of course, the organization evolved. And the most important focus of the organization right now is to create an environment with the support of the hospital management, the occupational therapist, the psychiatrist, the social work department. We work as a team in creating an environment that will help people overcome their mental problems, and Mm -hmm. that's important, and get back to mental health. So we create and we have programs in conjunction with the occupational therapist, uh, to run with, uh, you know, I could do beautiful things with, with people in hospital. You know, you can be sitting uh, in hospital and not knowing what to do with yourself. So we run programs like cooking skills and dance and drumming, you know, those kinds of things that really get people to be joyful, you know, to have a space that they can actually express themselves. And we also render services to the hospital staff because the support of the staff is very important. So often we go and get donations to look at, you know, like little gifts to say thank you to the staff for their hard work. We arrange Christmas, Eid, any of the religious uh, festivals. We actually arrange Eids and gifts for staff and for and for patients. 
So there's a range of services that supports both the patient and hospital staff. That's absolutely amazing, you know, like not just focusing on the one, but on both mm-hmm. patients and hospital staff. So what would you say the, the goals and the mission of the Friends of Falkenberg is? I think, you know, the main, the main goal is to create an environment for people that are admitted to the, to the hospital so that they can actually heal, they can overcome, mm. and they can get back to the road to recovery, back into society, functioning again, you know, and, mm. and making sense of their life. What, that's very, very important. It's the optimal wellness of patients and their rehabilitation back into the community. And then obviously also creating an environment for hospital staff to feel supported. Mm. I'm so glad that you take care of both the staff members and the patients of the hospital. Because for me personally, I would have imagined only that you you focused specifically on the patients because they are the ones who are you the services of the hospital. However, I did not even consider how the staff feels and how you can also cater for them so that they can do the best job that they can when they're also looked after. So that's very, that's very amazing. I'm very glad that you no, thought sorry, ahead. Sorry to cut you, but I think what's important here is I wish that we could do more. You know, yeah. we maybe need to talk about community support mm, because yes. often it's the frontline workers that go unnoticed too. Yeah. I would like to ask then how the community can support you in that case. Well, there are many ways that the community can support. And let me just go back a little bit. Uh, We have a very unique setup at Falkenberg Hospital. I wish that you people can come and visit when the COVID has left the earth, shall I say. (laughs) We have what we call the friendly shop. And this, this shop offers very cheap meals for staff, for patients, from meals to goodies that they can buy. And then we also get donations. And this is the one thing that society can do is your brick and brat, not the things that we can't use. But we get donations from clothes to furniture to any type of donation. We sell that at a very cheap price at the shop. So again, community, you know, families can buy, hospital staff can buy, patients can buy secondhand clothes or, or let's say reused clothes. There's many items that we offer in the shop, but what's interesting about the model is whatever money we make from the sale of those goods, from the sale of even the, the shop, you know, with the, with the takeout and that, it's plowed back into the projects, mm. you know, so that we can work towards our sustainability and not only be reliant on donors. Mm. And that's what every NGO should be looking at. How yes. do we become sustainable so we can continue our work that we're doing to the people that most need us. You know, Sareya, something that's really important for those out there, just a a question more on, you know, a more in-depth question. Do you have any signs that people can look out for or that could indicate that they are struggling mentally? Okay. Now, very, very important to note that we are not psychiatrists or psychologists. We don't really get involved in clinical work. But okay. if I can give you the layman, any, anybody can actually see these signs very clearly. You don't have to be a professional to see that. Often, I'm sure you'll have family or friends where people are feeling very down, or you'll find that they're very confused in their thinking. They cannot mm. concentrate. Or there's excessive worries, uh, extreme feelings of guilt, fatigue, uh, 
very changes in behavior, you know, from being on a high or being very happy to being very low, very sad, yes. withdrawal from your friends, from activities, you know, and not, and you can also pick up when people are detached from reality where they have, you know, they suffer from paranoia or they're seeing things, what we call hallucinations, you know, an inability to cope with your problems or stress trouble understanding the situation from people. So there's so many, there's a list of them. And I, what I'd love to advise you to have a psychiatrist or psychologist on your panel to really yes. go in depth, really explain to society what the what this means and how they can deal with it, you know. Our advice when you when you have when you have a friend or family member or even child and you know that this, this child is not coping or this family member is not coping, is to seek help, come to Falkenberg or the hospital near, nearby you, so the person can be assessed and helped. And the other thing we mustn't get away with also is that there is also the issue of drugs, eh, that leads to also some of the mental health problems. It's mm, not the yes. only problem at all. But drugs is also, we mustn't ignore, you know, can lead to these issues. And a lot of our young people suffer from hallucinations and that kind of thing. I've dealt with it in my time at my last organization. So, yeah, these are the things that people need to look out for, but also very important is not, you know, there's such a stigma attached to mental illnesses, and, and that's why we want to use the term more mental health. Mm. It's like if your physical health. You know, you'll take care of your physical health, so you need to take care of your mental health. I would like to ask this question that is actually very connected to the question Inga just asked, but I'm now a little bit apprehensive because I'm not sure if this is a question I should be asking. But because I know that many people who do struggle with their mental health can be called, I believe the term is high functioning, wherein, oh. let's say, for example, the person is like, I believe high functioning, but they are depressed. So they can still carry on with their day to day life, but they still are struggling with their mental health. So my question would have been, how do you know when it is time to have the person visit a hospital? Or is this a question I should perhaps pitch at another time? Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't think that I'm the expert to answer that. I think a psychiatrist or psychologist will be better able to answer because it is asking a very in-depth question, a good question, because... Yes, I've come across people that you think they're absolutely fine, but they're not. Mm. You know, so I think for me, if I have to tell you as a, as a counselor, I, I would say from a counseling perspective, the first thing one would do is to have an assessment done, mm. you know, to really gauge uh, the extent of the problem because that's where one starts with any problem for that matter, you know. And yeah. the assessment of that person would be, the, for me, the key. Can you please repeat that? I, I didn't get that. I said, um, uh, being a counselor myself, yes, the assessment of a person will be very important. So, say if I have a family member, and I know that that person is doing well, keeping down a job, but I know that this person is very depressed. I would encourage the person to go for an assessment. Okay. You know, mm. uh, to go for an assessment to actually gauge the level mm -hmm. of the problem or what is the problem. All right. Thank you so much, Surya. And just for the listeners out there, how can anyone listening take part in any of your project, of your projects, or the support, or support the organization? How can we okay, get involved to very, support? 
Yes, what's very important, please go to our website, www.friendsoffalconberg.co.za, because there we always appealing for donations. And we also would love volunteers, because our volunteers are our backbone. The volunteers actually assist us with the programs in the wards, assisting patients, you know, to just have some fun time um, and to help them in their recovery. So mm-hmm. volunteers are important. Any skills that you have that you can give to the organization, but for me, also an important aspect is please support our friendly shop because the more you can actually give donations to the shop, the more we can actually provide for those that cannot afford, you know, clothes out in the open open market and be able to actually uh, make money for our projects. Can I ask where the store is situated? Is it situated? Right, as- we, you you have to come one day. You must come and see. It's it's the most beautiful setting. If I could tell you, I only joined uh, Falkenberg in October last year. And the first thing people said to me, oh, you're going to the mad hospital because this is how society sees it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I said, no. And then I entered the premises. The hospital has been beautifully renovated. You're actually entering such a tranquil setting. And Friends of Falkenberg is on the hospital uh, property. And our shop is next door to our office on the property. In fact, if you come in at the, the, the security at the gate, all you have to tell them is you're going to Friends of Falkenberg and they'll direct you because our shop and our offices are next to each other. Wow, thank you. Thank you so much. I hope everyone listening is able to participate in this. And I think I would like to too because... This sounds, I want to support the community here on 180 Degrees. We are very against fast fashion. So we just believe in the idea of thrifting and just what that does for mm-hmm. the planet. And now this will also be for a good cause. So this is, in my eyes, a win-win situation. Thank you so much for joining us this evening, Soraya. It was such an amazing eye-opening experience having you on. We wish you the luck with the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. That was such a lovely interview. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And you know, the support they have, not only for the patients, mm-hmm. but for the patients and the staff, yes. I think that stood out the most for me. It mm-hmm. was like, because lots of people tend to focus on maybe one yeah. section or one area, but them being friends of Falkenberg, not just the patients, yeah. but of Falkenberg, like the staff and patients. I think that was absolutely amazing. It really, really was. And I, what I also liked about them was, and having them on was I have a lot of, I have a lot of friends who may have some struggles with mental health. In fact, some of the parents as well do, and they've made use of the hospital's services. So the fact that we can talk about this and have this conversation mm. helps us take away from the stigma and mm. help people to come out and say, okay, I actually do need help with this because mm. that's one of the main issues. A lot of people are often scared to yes. admit that they have a, pro- a problem. And how can you fix a problem if you won't even acknowledge that it exists? So if you guys like what you heard today and I know I did please visit their website www.friendsoffalkenberg falkenberg being spelt v-a-l-k-e-n-b-e-r-g dot c-o dot z-a you can find out all their services visit their websites, mm. their Instagram page, their Facebook handles you'd love it yes if you would like to get involved in those projects mm-hmm But right now, we are going to go into the Bible quiz portion of the show.
we are now on to our Bible quiz, something to get the brain pumping. And thank you to everyone who has been sending in answers over these past couple of weeks mm-hmm. and just getting involved with us. Like we said, we want to connect with you. We want you guys to connect with us. And our WhatsApp line is 81 729-1657. So tonight's question goes like this. Which New Testament book has Jesus' Sermon on the Mount? Mm-hmm. And that is an important sermon. That's the question. Which New Testament book has Jesus' Sermon on the Mount? And you can send in your answers to 081-729-1657. That's 081-729-1657. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Follow us on Facebook today. I Am Radio. Health Tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. So, before we get into our happy health tip for this evening, we pose a question to you guys, our Bible quiz question, asking you which New Testament book has Jesus' Sermon on the Mount? And the answer was the book of Matthew. That is where you can find Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Woo! It's in one of them. <laughs> I was so excited. Wow. Yeah, we could hear. We could hear. It was in one of the Gospels, which was the answer to last week's Bible quiz. I love how this is all coming together, <laughs> coming a full circle. So thank you for all those who sent in answers. And next week, we are back with another thing to get the brains pumping. So... Get your Bible knowledge up and going. So, into the happy health tip. We are focusing on 31 simple wellness tips for healthy and happy living. Number one, sweat every day. I do that just by sitting out in the hot African sun. (laughs) So, it says aim to sweat in some way each day. Whether it's via running, biking, dancing, hot yoga... Or any other physical activity you enjoy. Turning off the fan, is that fine? (laughs) It's summer right now. It's hot. Uh, You know, I can just go outside, sit, and I will sweat. Mm -hmm. But sweating is good, guys. Sweating is good. Number two, have a daily green smoothie. Ooh. Is that like the spinach smoothies? I see see green smoothies on a lot of people's statuses. And I'm like, green in the face every day? Or are you just taking a picture? (laughs) Imagine they just take different angles and Mm, post it each mm, day. mm. Well, it says have a daily green smoothie. Green smoothies as a snack or simple on-the-go breakfast are an easy way to get your greens in each and every day. Number three, work hard and be kind. Enough said. That's what it says. (laughs) Enough said. Just work hard. Set your goals. Set your goals for the day, Mm -hmm. goals for the week, goals for the month, however you would like to, you know, set it out. Work hard and just be kind. Just be like Number four, cultivate a positive mindset. Yes. Being kind to yourself. Yes. Here's a quote that says, the only difference between a good day and a bad day is your attitude. I don't know about that, but <laughs> that sounds pretty true, actually. It's true. Mindset is everything. So mm-hmm. cultivating a positive mindset can be done by recognizing negative thought patterns and countering them with positive thoughts or affirmations. Yes. 
And last but not least, number five. I love this one. Me and Zoe love this one. Mm. Get enough sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Number five says get enough sleep. Most adults need seven to nine hours of sleep each night. But in addition to quantity, quality of sleep matters too. Mm. So true. Those are the happy health tips for tonight. I hope you guys have been, you know, like every time it comes to the happy health tip time, getting your notebook and your pen yes, and like just taking these things down because I've been trying these things yes. for a couple of weeks now. And I must say, like my body feels rejuvenated. My mind sometimes feels you can feel when you're having that day of I actually did nothing today. Like I was just chilling, no sweating, no Standing up from behind my desk or wherever. Mm-hmm. And you can actually feel the difference. I think I need to get onto this green smoothie thing yes, now. You should. My dad's crazy about green smoothies. So we, <laughs> not daily, but you know, at least once a week, I suffer through one of his spinach and kale smoothies. And you know, suffer? Yes, it tastes like spinach. He needs to put some like sweeteners in it or something. Maybe some chocolate. <laughs> yes, it I'm is kidding. the key to all happiness. <laughs> and just like that, we've come to the end of the show for this Monday. Mm, time flew by. When we're having fun. It really did. And I had so much fun this week. Mm. I learned a lot and I had fun, which is a great combination to have. Wow. We're going to be back again next week, same time, yes. same day. Next week, Monday, from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. on 7 to 9 a.m. Radio Cape Pulpit. Please tune in. For now, this has been 180 Degrees. Signing, Signing out. out. Tweet us at I Am Y Movement.